What's up guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about creating an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about how to get over somebody you really like. And if you have to get over somebody, it means it's not working out. And I personally have had a lot of experience with that when I was younger. I can think of four guys like right now that have stayed in my mind for years. I'm talking about three or four years starting when I was 12 years old, probably up until I was 28. It was just a pattern. It was something I did over and over again. And in the end, it has nothing to do with the guys. It has a lot to do with projection. It has a lot to do with not understanding that you do have the power to get out of that. And I learned so much in this process, not just about me and relationships but just me in general and what I was not willing to take control of in my life and now looking back at it it seems all like a blur like I don't understand some things I was doing like thinking about calling people sisters and talking to them when they clearly had no interest in me. The story goes on and on like this and I was just living in this maze. I was living in this fantasy and not taking control of my actual life because it was just too painful to face. And so this is what we're gonna talk about today, what you can do in your current situation, how to take control into your own hands, that you stop suffering, that you do understand why you're acting a certain way and that you feel that you're in control of your life and take the power back into your own hands, start a life that is really focused on you as the center point and not another person and then find a relationship that gives you the support and the validation we all want to have in our life. If you like this video give it a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell for notifications and follow me on Instagram to stay up to date with the news around this channel. So let me get right to the point. There are two main reasons why people get stuck in our mind and we can't let go of them and they're interconnected. The first one is that we mistake the person that they are with the potential they have or the fantasy that we have of them. Them. And the second one is that we not only want the other person to be in our life, we actually want to be that other person. We want to have a quality that they have and we see our life so much better with that person in our life while they are doing the thing that we should be doing for ourselves. So this could be the other person is a go-getter, the other person is really calm, the other person is really social, that other person takes charge of their life. And we feel that we being with them could really make us feel like we're something special. Or it is maybe that you always go for people that would need your help, that in some kind of way you would feel with you in their life, their life would be better and that in itself would give you meaning. But in all of those cases, it's always so much deeper than finding companionship. Our partner should be somebody that is at our side, somebody that supports us just as much as we support them a partner. We don't need any kind of parent-child dynamic. We don't need somebody that inspires us. We can have all of those things, but those shouldn't be the reasons why we stay in relationships. And most of the time, those are the reasons why we get stuck on people. We see something in them that we want to take care of, or we see something that we want to have in our life, and we just can't imagine a life without them. And that's why we get stuck. So imagine you meet somebody and then some kind of situation happens. In a lot of cases, if there's like a stressful situation or there's something that you haven't experienced in a long time. So some kind of situation that's out of the ordinary, it bonds people with each other because you project so much onto the other person in that moment and you feel like from now on, your new reality includes that other person. You just really change your life from one day to the other. Like I remember every one of those situations, every time I got stuck on a person, it was really that it changed my whole worldview. It was like I was missing this part of me, then I saw this person, I felt like they could heal that part of me that was missing and with that I created a new reality. I created a new paradigm of how life would be 
and that thing worked because that person is in it. And when I say this person is in it, it means that there's a quality that person has, some kind of attribute, something that will add excitement or meaning to your life. And we have to understand what this is and then to understand that it's not about the other person because that person is not who you want them to be. You might get together or not, but right now you're not and you're thinking, okay, I, I want to get over them right now. They're in my mind and it just doesn't go away. But if that person was in your life, then this doesn't mean that it would have been great, right? First off, this is a fantasy. It's not reality because the truth is this, if this person was the right person for you, they would be with you. And I'm not talking about some fairy tale or some twin flame situation or your soulmate and that that person is not your soulmate. I'm talking about completely rational things. So if you think there's a connection between you and that person, it's not that you have a connection with person A, let's call him Adam. Okay, so there's this guy, Adam, and you meet Adam and then you feel like, oh, there's this connection we have. You don't have a connection with Adam. You have a connection with Greg. Greg is your alter ego for that person that you imagine that person to be. The entire time, all your fantasies are around Greg, are around that person that you believe can give you everything you want and you're just not good enough yet. You haven't given that person what they want yet or they just don't realize it. They're scared or insecure or they're just not at a point where this would all make sense. But if it were, if you just would do that one thing or in a different scenario or in a different time place, you would have a great relationship with Greg. Like understand this, this is the difference. We're talking about Greg here. We're not talking about Adam. Adam, the real person that lives in your building or that you met on this conference or whatever kind of situation you're in. It doesn't really matter if it's a guy or girl, we all project. And whatever we want to see in our closest environment, in our closest life, we will project on people that we want to have a romantic relationship with. Because the people we fantasize about or the people we want to have the closest relationship with, our intimate partner, this is the person that is mentally the closest to us. That's just how it is. This is how we're all wired. So of course you're gonna project that onto somebody that you wish could be close to you. And it even happens when you're in a relationship with somebody. It happens so often that you fall in love with their potential and not with who they really are. And when I say potential, it doesn't even mean that the potential is actually something better than what they're right now. I'm just saying they have the potential of being that Greg. They have the potential of being the person that would give you what you feel like you need in your life. But it will never be the case because first off, Greg is never Adam, never. And second of all, Greg doesn't even exist. Greg, you will not find a person in your life that will be Greg ever because Greg is a manifestation of who you are. And the more we understand that we project onto people and we take control of that inner cord that we see in them, in our closest person we want in our life, the more we're able to get into relationships that are based on mutual respect, on supporting one another in our individual pursuits of life and to have things that we really share with each other that enrich our lives. But it's never that the other person is our solution. Every time I had those crushes and those obsessions, it was always the thought of this person is gonna give my life meaning. My life didn't have meaning and with that person it would have had. And every time I talk to people about this topic, 
I see this come up over and over again. It's always the same thing. And even if you're in a relationship right now and you feel like, or it looks like from the outside, all is going great, but you know that that person is not stepping up the way you would want them to and the way you would need them to. So there is a mutual future for you. The more we have to understand that we're really thinking about two separate people and we have to stop thinking about what that person could be as a potential, as in a potential for you, not like what would be the best thing for them because maybe they're going and doing their own thing and maybe they're even successful in their own path and that doesn't make them a bad person but it makes them a bad partner for you because what you need is somebody who supports you, is somebody who's interested in what you're doing and wants to be with you. And if that person doesn't, then it's most likely that you've chosen this person and have gotten obsessed over them precisely because they're not there to prove to you that they're not Greg. As long as they're staying away from you, you can still pretend that they're Greg. But the more they really get into your life, the more you see them for the person that they are, the more you realize that they're not this fantasy. And what we get stuck on is this fantasy because this is part of the current reality we live in, the paradigm that is our life. And in order to get out of that, we really have to tap in deep into our subconscious, understand what's going on and really force ourselves out there. I was really delusional and this happens so often, especially in like those intimate situations or when you have feelings for somebody, we really get in this illusion. We don't understand why people stay with people that, you know, use them for their money. We don't understand people who stay with people who abuse them mentally, emotionally, physically. We don't understand people staying with people that don't respect them. But it's so much different when you're in that situation because the closest person mentally, the person that you're obsessed with, that you have a crush on, that's the person you project most on. And it just happens that we get into those situations. And you have to understand, just as I had to, that we're all prone to this, that this can happen. Yes, you can be a victim of your own mind. Yes, you're not perfect. Yes, possible that you think you two are made for each other and that person has not even an idea that you're interested in them. Like that is possible. That's how much our mind can really play tricks on us. And I really learned the hard way how to get out of that because it really got me to a point where I had a reality break. I was completely taken back and I really didn't believe that this is my reality. But the moment I did and I faced all of those inner issues that I was carrying with myself, I was able to change my life, redirect it and stop looking for things and qualities in those people that they could never give me anyways because of course they're a real person. They're Adam, they're not Greg. Greg is actually a part of me. Greg is the manifestation of what I should be taking care of in my life. And up until this point, I haven't gotten the responsibility for it. I didn't think I would be strong enough for it. And I felt like, oh, poor me, nobody's there to save me. I should have somebody in my life who takes care of these qualities in me that are hard for me. But actually, there will be nobody. You're an adult. You need to take care of this on your own, not because you don't deserve people around you who support you, but if it's something that actually gets you stuck on that person for so long, it really is such an important part of who you are that this is not something somebody else should be taking care of you. And you do have the power to take care of it yourself. For me, it was really standing up and doing my own thing. For me, it was this thing of I'm gonna go for it. I'm not just gonna be a bystander. I'm not gonna play the sidekick. And I wanna be the leading character of my movie. That's what it was all about. I was so scared to tap into this because I thought once I do this, there will be nobody 
who wants to take care of that part of me. Once I say I will do this, it's done. It's done because then it becomes so uniquely me that I cannot project it anymore. And once I start taking care of it, I felt like, you know, everybody's going to leave me. Nobody's going to like me because it's just such a new reality for me. I couldn't understand that this would be a new possibility that I can take care of this myself. And then I thought, if I do take care of this myself, why even have a relationship? I was so focused of projecting those qualities onto other people that were close to me that I didn't understand that this is not what a relationship is supposed to be. It is not supposed to complete you. It is not supposed to make you feel like your life has meaning. Your partner should never ever be your solution. And as long as we see that crush or that obsession, that person as a possibility of saving our lives and giving our lives meaning, first off, of course, we're going to get stuck on that. And second of all, we're doing ourselves a disservice because they never will be that. It's not possible. They're not part of you. That's a real human being with their own set of rules and their own set of what they want out of life. And they do see reality differently. So stop living this fantasy of your life would have meaning once you have that other person. That's what we do when we're children. That's what we do when we're teenagers and we're completely unaware of all the projections we do. See, when I was, I think, like 16, 17, like that's when I had like my big first love and I just completely lost myself in this and I'm really grateful for this experience because in a way you're so much more open and you really allow yourself to fall but I gave up a lot of myself I was willing to make compromise on situations that wouldn't do me any good and now I remember back then watching like this documentary of Mary J Blige and she said well you know when you've been hurt really badly there's always a part of you that you're not going to share any more with anybody it will just be yours and you'll stay with this and it's not like you're not going to share your truth it's just that's a thing you're not going to give other people power over and i remember thinking oh that's so sad like what kind of life did she live that this had to happen how sad would it be to be in a relationship where you can't share this deep intimacy where it's so honest and so raw and so deep and like just vulnerable and now I don't think like this at all. Like I understand where she's coming from and it's not because I experienced bad things. It's because I love myself now and I didn't before because now I know that of course I have to give to myself first. Of course I have to have my goal in life as the most important thing. And then I have my relationships because if I don't take care of me feeling good about my life, there will always be codependency in my relationships and not just in my closest relationships with my intimate partner but also with my friends my family whoever is in my life but if I say I'm going for something this is me this is what I'm meant to be doing with my life and then I see who fits into this life then the whole dynamic changes then you're much more honest about what you want what you accept and you don't get into this trap of thinking that the other person is going to be your solution they're going to save your life they're going to make your life exciting or they're going to give your life some kind of security whatever it is that's not what your relationship should be. They're there to support you on your journey. 
you're both standing next to each other, supporting each other while everybody's going on their life journey. But so when you're in a situation where you feel like, okay, I can get over someone, what is the first step? What do I have to do? Well, the first thing is exactly what I said in the beginning to understand that you're talking about Adam and Greg. And just because you have feelings for Greg does not mean that you have feelings for Adam. Adam is somebody completely different and you know this because I'm sure you've had people in your life that you had feelings for and afterwards it was like there was a completely different person. And you know what is also very interesting? Every time I had like those obsessions about those people, it was kind of like the same person. Like that Greg character, I saw that in everybody. Of course they had a different face, but in the end it was the same kind of energy. It had like a little twist here and there, but in the end it was very similar. It was this one quality of energy that I always saw in them. And this is not what Adam is about. No matter who you have in your life, it is always a projection, right? You always see the person the way you are and not how the person really is. There is no way. I'm always gonna see that person through my filter, but I get to decide what kind of filter I put on that person and how much of my own filter do I project on the outside or do I take care of myself and I don't rely on other people to take care of that. So the first thing is actually, as I said, to understand that you're talking about two different people here. If Adam was really that person that sees you for who you are, that would have such a great life with you, they would be with you. It's not that they're not getting it. It's not that they're overwhelmed with their own insecurities. It's not that, you know, like they are scared of the commitment or what they could mean because it could be that big of a thing. Greg wouldn't be scared of that. Adam is just a different person. They're not the person you think they are. If they were, they would be with you. And it has nothing to do with, oh, they just don't think I'm good enough. And you know, I could just be like her and then it would work out or whatever comes to your mind. Like every time I had the situations, I never felt afterwards, oh, okay, they got with somebody who's just like a better version than me. They got with people that had absolutely nothing in common with me, nothing I would be interested in. Like they would just live a completely different life. It's just like a different person, what they're going for, because they either they project other things onto other people that they're looking for, or they even like more developed, but in their own right. And then they recognize what is the kind of person that would make my life better. So once you do that, once you understand that those are two different people, then there are different strategies that you can use to start seeing Adam as Adam, right? Let's look at the facts here. You're not an exception to the rule. We're not looking at what that person could do for your potential. We're looking at what they're doing right now. Are they showing up for you? Are they being somebody who gives you the support you want? Not that they could. We're not asking that. We're saying, are they doing it right now? Are they showing up as the person you want them to be? And we should start judging people for who they are right now and not for their potential. So once we start doing this, it really is creating a new reality where you understand that, yeah, you might be missing something, but you've missed this whole thing the entire last months or years or how long you've been obsessing over this person. You still haven't had those things that you wanted. The potential that you want, the thing that you really crave so much, you're not gonna find it in Adam because Adam would have already shown up and saved your life, whatever you thought that could happen. But the second thing and why we do get stuck here is because we haven't created something that is more exciting to us that makes us actually tap into what we were hoping to get from that person. So what I would really recommend is that you start writing down what you've seen in Greg all this time, that you see what was that fantasy? What was I hoping I would get from this? Was it excitement? 
Was it that I thought somebody who understands me? Was it that I felt that I could save that person? I could really help them with my qualities. I could add to their life and that would give my life meaning. You can really make a list out of this. And then to understand that this Greg character that you've been projecting onto Adam, that this Greg character is a part of you that you haven't tapped into and you've just been projecting onto Adam because it's not just things like, yeah, I just want somebody who likes me. You can find that right now. You can just go and see somebody who likes you. It will not be enough. You will want more. And the more you recognize one of those qualities that you've been projecting like onto Adam as this Greg character, what of that you can take care of yourself. And you can also look back at different scenarios, different people, what they all had in common. Like looking back at it, it was really clear what I wanted. For me, it was first thing, some excitement, like all those people that make me feel like I'm living a more exciting life because my life was pretty plain. And I've done this not only with romantic interests, like also my friends, I always picked out people in my life who kind of were living a little bit on the edge because I was playing it so safe. Why did I play it so safe? Because I was scared of taking responsibility for the excitement in my life because then if it's not exciting enough, then you know, I'm gonna be responsible for it. And second of all, I felt it was too much work. So what I'm supposed to create like this all excitement in my life, make like, you know, throw this parties or just have like those bunch of people around me. I knew this is not what I wanted. I knew that I was not the person who's all about like throwing parties or having a bunch of people over, but that doesn't mean that I don't like the energy of excitement that I will have through doing something that is out of the ordinary. So for example, when I started doing this channel, that was something out of the ordinary. That was something that gave my life excitement. And I'm not talking here about, oh, I'm doing a YouTube channel and I'm doing something that is cool. No, I actually did the things that I thought made me look kind of like crazy. I did those things that I wasn't allowing myself because nobody in my surrounding had any kind of capacity for the personal development work that I'm doing now. And that seems so normal to me now because my entire surrounding is built on this. The people I work with, so my clients, they come to me because of this, because of the things I talk about, my videos, my programs, like everything is built on that. I spent most of my time in that world and because I spend it there, it feels normal to me. But back then, I knew that stepping into this, that would be the excitement part of my life. That would be to go out and do something out of the ordinary and not be the sidekick to somebody else. That was something I was so scared of because I thought that's not what I was allowed to do. Now guess what, once I started doing this, I never ever got stuck on the same people again, ever. Because I knew that this is something that I should be taking care of myself. If it's something that really gets me stuck on those people for so long, I need to take care of it. And it's not, as I said, it's not even something of, um, you know, I want to be loved or I want to be appreciated. That is also something I started taking care of. So I said, I'm going to start buying myself flowers once a week. I did that. I started doing spa days. I started to do things that were just for me. I didn't do that in order to prove myself right. And I did more and more of those things that actually made me be the person I want to be. So let's say you have somebody in your life that you're stuck on and you always think about them and then you feel like, yeah, they have their life together and I actually, I want to have my life together and that's why I want to have them in my life because that kind of reminds me that it's there. But that's actually it. You want to feel that energy and you feel you're going to have that energy while you have that person in your life. And it's so much easier to project 
while that person is not in your life. Because if that person would be in your life, if that person would come up to you and be in a relationship with you, you know what happened? You would understand that you cannot project anymore. That person would be boring to you. You can only project because they're staying at a distance, because you have the chance to have this imagination. If that person is really in your life, how much can you keep that imagination alive? At some point you will see, ah, okay, it's always something. Even if that person is in your life, you're projecting onto something what you want them to be at some point. But if they're in your life and if you're seeing them for the person that they are right now, you wouldn't be able to project anymore because then you see it's a real person. It's not Greg because Greg is always a part of you. And the more that person is a real person right next to you, the more you recognize that you can love this person without any expectations because you know that they will never be Greg, but you're not looking for that Greg in anybody. You know that you're the one responsible for taking part of that Greg part in you you can do this. Like this is the biggest lesson in my 20s and this is probably one of the main reasons why I'm living the life I live now, you know, completely on my terms, me and my own boss, you know, living where I want to live. Now I'm in Germany right now for two weeks visiting my family, but other than that, I'm in Madrid for a year. So like all of this wouldn't have happened if I didn't take care of those things I always wanted to project on the outside. I thought I wasn't allowed or it would be too much work, but I understood that this is the only way out. And that is the most difficult part. It is much easier to feel like you'll have those qualities in your life if you just have them in the person close to you. It works because it's a fantasy. What will work is for you to take care of it. Your life isn't getting worse by you admitting to yourself that this has been a fantasy. It's not getting worse by you admitting to yourself that this is never gonna happen because it was never gonna happen in the first place. As we said, Adam, has not been at your side. That person has not shown up. That person is not the person you want to have in your life because they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there and that in itself is already enough for that person not to be the right person for you. Why spend your time with people who do not want to add to your life? It will never be that the other person is the solution for you, ever. Like even if the relationship is great, like I'm in a really happy relationship right now, my partner is not my solution. Now when I see why it didn't work out before with other people, it is because actually this is much more honest. This is much more I'm having a relationship with this real person and not what I can project onto them. Of course it happens to some kind of extent, but that's why it works. That's why I understand that this is not my solution and I know that no matter what my life still has meaning if that person is in my life or it's not and that was not the case with the relationships I used to have in the past this was not the way with like all the obsessions I had and crushes I thought if I would lose that I would lose a part of me and it is because I was projecting that part of me so you have to be the leading character of your movie you have to create a life and do things and commit to becoming and being the person who is leaning into the person you want to be. So start writing your blog, start showing up for the better job, start working out whatever it is that makes you feel like you're taking control of that aspect of your life. You have to be that, you have to be the core of that. And then you have to look for people who actually support you in being that person. Every single person that I had a crush on, it was because they supported me in suppressing who I really was. I knew that me stepping up as the person that I really am, like that would actually repulse those projections of mine. Like that Greg character, he would never be with the person that I am today. It actually worked my fantasy with this Greg character, 
because Greg reassured to me that it's perfectly fine that I'm neglecting myself, that I'm keeping myself small, that I don't step up into my biggest potential, that I just live in this world where there are potentials, but I'm not stepping into it. It's outside of me. And only then, only as this character of mine that I was playing where it didn't step into that, only that would be interesting to Greg. So if I have to get rid of projecting and staying stuck with people, I actually have to become somebody that that Greg character would never be interested in. Because you would have that Greg thing in you. Why would you need that anymore? Why would you need him or that quality in anybody else if you can take care of it yourself? That is the whole thing and they would see it, that Greg fantasy of yours would see that you don't need them anymore. And that's what we're so scared of. But we have to tap into this. This is how you really get over somebody. It's never about like listen to music and then go out and meet other people. No, it's so much deeper than this. And once you tap into this and you become this more and more, then you see how much easier it is and how you don't project anymore. It doesn't happen. You don't fall back into those fantasy because your life keeps improving. And that fantasy, just the thought of that, maybe back then could like improve your life from like 10% to like 15, but now you're at 35. So you're not caring about like staying in a fantasy that gives you 15 because your life that is a reality is already at 35. That is what makes the big difference. That is how you really get over somebody. It all comes down to handling projection better. So if you wanna dive deeper into this, then watch the video on how to stop projecting in relationships. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I talk to you next time. Bye.